podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for sports, where we are talking week 18 in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce, and joining me today is Bill Needles. How the heck are you, Bill? I am doing very well. Thank you very much, sir. And running up the trifecta, as always, is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Doing well. All right. Um, I mean, we, we, lots lots has happened. A lot of stuff has happened since uh, the fla- three of us last congregated. They're... Uh, we were not able to get last week due to some unforeseen last-minute circumstances. It is what it is. We uh, we, we just missed a week, and we're back here now. Uh, obviously, the DeMar Hamlin thing happened on Monday, which was just unconscionably terrible, and we're, we're all glad that uh, we're, we're at, at this point in uh, of us recording, which is late Friday before the Saturday games, that uh, it seems like he's doing okay. He's doing a lot better, and... Hope to God that he just pulls through this, because that was that was some scary shit on it Monday. Looks like that was some scary. I don't shit. know what his long term prognosis is going to be, but it looks like mm-hmm. he is going to a survive and b mm-hmm. you know have his motor skills and his his, mm-hmm. his brain function and all that stuff. So yeah, that that pretty much is all you can ask for at this point. It's best case scenario. Yeah, and then yeah, and the, the the cool stuff about people coming together with his charity, the NFL actually making the right decision to cancel the game, and it, it was. Touch and go there. I want to talk about that quickly. Yeah, I because you guys would have been you guys would have been watching the broadcast. So yeah. Joe Buck says, "All right, teams have been told they've got five minutes to warm up." The Spanish broadcast says the same thing. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the NFL said, "Well, no one ever said this." So wait a minute, how did both ESPN <laughs> and the Spanish yeah. broadcast get the very same incorrect information? Unless yeah, it's it's. it's yeah, it's somewhat suspicious, but I do think that that is written into like a protocol book somewhere. That if something like this happens, no, both teams. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that, but just like they both sort of said it at the same time, and mm-hmm. and to me, I don't think that ESPN's producers are gonna like go into the old protocol book at that point because like no one really knew how to react to that, right? So, mm-hmm. and ESPN says, no, we were told this. This is what this is what they said to us. Like this is what they said. Yeah. So, I feeling that the NFL said to the Players Association, look, can you do us a solid here and mm-hmm. just say that we were never talking about resuming the game? Can you please just help us out with this? Mm-hmm. And the Players Association, like, in exchange for whatever, they, they get some favor somewhere down the line. And the Players Association, yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't hurt us at all, so whatever. Yeah, sure, you can have this. And yeah. that's, that's, that's my belief as to what happened. And I think that if not for Zach Taylor running across the field and saying to Sean McDermott, like, hey, what do you think of this? I think that game would have resumed. I really believe that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe you're right. I, I mean, if you're asking me if the NFL, uh, would it look like they got him off the field if they thought for a couple of minutes that they could restart this game, I'm going to say yes. But ultimately, two minutes later, we're like, no, this is a really stupid decision and may yep. have, like, gauged reaction via Twitter, uh, which at the time was like, yeah, they're not starting this game. I, it, it's it's yeah. one. It's, it's one of the. Yeah, it's one of the few times on Twitter. We had no idea whether that we we had no idea whether Demar Hamlin was going to survive. That, yeah, you know, that's the thing, so. right? Yeah, that was that was something else. Yeah, but like, yeah, Twitter very rarely has one universal opinion, and and that was the only time that everybody was like, yeah, they can't continue this game, right? Like, except it, for it, Skip Bayless. Yeah. Although Bayless, even Bayless was like. His thing was like, as dumb as it was, even his thing was like, yeah, they can't play this game, but here's why they, uh, here's, here's why, why it's going to be, should, or not here's not why they should, or, 
Yeah. Yeah. Here's why it's terrible that they can't, basically, right? Yeah. Not to, and, and not the AFC playoff ramifications that everyone's like, shut up, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. It was, it was, oh, it was, it was bad. I will say this though. It is a bad break. Like this, this exact same situation could have happened because it would just appear to be a guy catching a blow at the chest at the wrong time. It this, was, we've seen this happen in, in baseball before. We've seen this, like yeah. it's, it's scary. It's happened in hockey. It happens but, in hockey. Like it happened to Chris Pronger. Yuri Fisher had a heart attack. Uh, what what yeah. was the dude in the, yeah. in the European league? Christian Erickson or uh, what, what was his name? Or yeah, Eric Christensen? Yeah. Christian Erickson. He, he had that happen playing uh, in, in, in Euro. Yeah. Um, this exact same scenario could have played out in um, some game between two teams that were going nowhere. Yeah. Exact same thing could have happened. And the NFL would have been like, oh, okay. Canceled game. Moving yeah. along. Uh, this happened to be between two really good teams on Monday Night Football. It was it was, not only that, game. but it was theoretically the most important game of the regular season that this, yeah. that this game I, happened I in. Yeah, it's the biggest game of the regular season, just based on when in the season it was, the quality of the two teams that were playing, the fact that there were some significant playoff seating still in the balance. It probably was the most important NFL game this regular season. Yeah, it was so bad. And, like, this – it was such a freak thing, too. Like, this is going to yep. – this might sound crass. I don't mean it to. But DeMar Hamlin basically got the equivalent of, like, like the exploding heart technique from like Kill Bill, you know, happened to him, and it was like, oh god, this is terrible. Uh, but you know, oh, we're, medical yeah, problem. it was yeah, it was basically the perfect shot to the to, yeah. To, and and the other thing oh. that, that you know you got you of course got to and look, no one uh, is is more than willing than I to be critical of the NFL when it comes mm-hmm. to player safety situation. There's nothing anyone could have done about this. No, this no, could have this happened is... in a basketball game. Yeah, you know, and then, like, yeah. It wasn't like some like you know blindside hit over the middle that you would have seen in a highlight reel from two, from 1995. You know yeah. what I mean? This yeah. was just a regular play. Like I said, it could have happened in a basketball game. It could have happened in a hockey game. Like it just it just happened to be on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and it was just so eerie that it, it like you know obviously it, like the Reggie Lewis in in the, in the 90s there, Hank Gathers as well, and uh, Hank Gathers. Fucking, is, yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah. example. Owen Hart, but although Owen Hart's thing was completely well, fucking Owen preventable. Hart is, Owen Hart's was completely yeah, fucking Owen preventable, Hart was but extremely preventable. What what I what I mean with yeah. What I mean when I say the No, yeah, the Hank Gathers and the Reggie Lewis things were were, were just bad. The the Owen Hart thing, what I mean when I say the Owen Hart thing is I, I meant in terms of like the atmosphere as it was happening, right? With with Buck and Aikman being like what is going on and the, the, and the announcers being like, boy, you know, we hope this guy's okay. And we've just been told he's had CPR and stuff. And uh, I mean, the Owen Hart thing to this day is still fucking bad. They continue the fucking show. <laughs> like yeah. Jim, Jim Ross. Jim... Actually, like when you look back on that, you're like, Oh, that's incredibly messed up. That like yeah. the, the people that like wrestle in WWF at the time had yeah. to watch this guy get killed. And like, all right, go wrestle where he just died. Yeah, show must go on. And like and not only that, but Jim Ross like literally announced at like a half hour later that 
oh, we just found out that Owens died, and I'm now reporting to you that Owen Hart died on his way to the hospital. And then they did two more hours of a pay-per-view! Like, no. oh my god. And this is, we're all saying this the same day that Vince McMahon has forced his way back into uh, the WWE, and who knows what the hell that's going to mean for the for the company down the line. So, uh, uh, it's uh, still a weird world that we live in, but at least it seems like DeMar Hamlin is going to be okay, which is... Uh, a little bit of a little bit of light there. Um, yeah, just thank goodness for that. And you know, shout out to all the people who who say them. I, th- I thought I was reading somewhere. I, I don't know if I read this or if I, I um, manifested this myself. Maybe you guys want to uh, said something like this. But the Bills are playing home. I think the first people out the tunnel for the Bills this weekend should be the EMTs who save Demar Hamlin's life. Right? Should they not be like that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I that, that's I suspect that something like that, really something adjacent to that, right? But like, some way. Yeah, like I, I think I legitimately think they should be the first team out. Like, they should be they should be the ones allowed to lead the team out of the tunnel. Honestly, that that I think is something that that that, that that's an honor befitting of what they did on on Monday. I think, quite frankly, it, 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 but something adjacent is, is going to happen for sure, and. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a thing. Uh, do you want to say anything else about uh, the DeMar Hamlin slash playoff scenario stuff that we got? Uh, uh, I just to say it's the way the NFL has handled this, mm-hmm. not good. Whereas you have several possibilities of neutral site AFC championship games. I'm not saying that's good, but it was yeah. the least bad way. Yeah, because I think every so. way there's there was a problem with every scenario right there was never there's no good yeah. scenario here no, so no this no. was the least bad yeah i and we talked about this a little bit off mic but i thought the best one that i saw was uh if it ends up being like right now the nfl's got to take the homer simpson let's hide in a coat rack and hope that somehow everything in week 18 <laughs> works out right like and let's just hope that somehow everything works out for week 18 um i i i Think the, the best hypothetical one that I saw on Twitter was someone said, well, what if they did, uh, and we talked about a little bit this off mic, but it was, so week one would just be the NFC wild cards plus we settle Bills, uh, Bills Bengals, and then the NFC teams get week two of the playoffs off, and then we play the uh, play the AFC wild cards. So the NFC guys would get a... Uh, would get a bye week. Would get an extra kind of bye week in there, and then after that, they they just play. You know, they go divisional, then conference championships, and then right into the Super Bowl. And you'd have to ditch the bye week uh, between the Super Bowl and and whatever. But I mean, I guess we're doing this this neutral site thing. I just like I said, I hope that somehow uh, everything works out because I think it would be kind of a shame if it was uh, you know Chiefs Bills in like Atlanta or wherever the frack, right? Like, I don't, I don't know, but you know, maybe, maybe it'll work out. Maybe it'll work out. I don't think anyone's going to get brutally screwed on this, but I don't, someone's going to get a little bit screwed probably. And what they, what could have been a home game and they're playing in a neutral field. Like that's, that's a disadvantage that, yeah. Oh, if you deserved, if we're robbed, right. Now now, that said, that said, it, 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 becomes Schrodinger's like Bills Bengals becomes Schrodinger's game whereas yeah uh, we don't get to know one and therefore no one gets the benefits of winning or the drawbacks of losing so here are the three scenarios in uh-huh. which there is a neutral site AFC championship game mm-hmm. one 
Kansas City and Buffalo both win this week, and both teams go to the ACHL game. Neutral side. Uh-huh. Kansas City and Buffalo both lose this week. Cincinnati loses or ties, and Buffalo and Kansas City advance the ACHL game. Cincinnati wins. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, and any two of the Bills, Chiefs, or Bengals in the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. That's the; those are the three scenarios. So, if I'm the NFL, I'm hoping Kansas City loses on Saturday. Yeah, if you could make it so it never affected anything, that's the big win for the NFL. Kansas City loses on Saturday, and Buffalo takes care of business against New England. And I like spoiler alert. I think Buffalo is going to really take care of business against New England. Mm. Um, I uh, if if those two things happen, then all the neutral site scenarios go away. So I don't know if Kansas City is going to lose to Jarrett Stidham. I would suspect that's unlikely. <laughs> but that Stidham weirdly looked NFL good last week. Morning. Weirdly looked good. Jared he Stidham. did against the 49ers defense. The better St- one than he's going to be playing this week. Yeah, still not sold, but. <laughs> Uh, another crazy thing that happened was obviously the, the gambling invitations from the, uh, the, the Monday nighter. What did they do? Did, uh, did, did that measure into the, to your, to your guys' fantasy football league at all? It depends on your league. Mm-hmm. So in the case of the league that, uh, William and I are in, um, both the first and third place matchups were essentially decided before Monday night football even kicked off. Yeah, Chase okay. wasn't right. getting 20 touchdowns. Like, not like a fit. Yeah, yeah. Unless unless Jamar Chase caught about 10 touchdowns, Bill wasn't finishing mm-hmm. third. Yeah. Um, and unless Josh Allen threw seven touchdowns, I was going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just said, well, like, we kind of knew even before this happened what the result was going to be, so we're just going to abide by that. Now, the mm-hmm. other league I'm in, things are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. In why in the third place matchup I'm in, I was up by seven points against Stefan Diggs, and I had Jamar Chase. Anyone Ooh. can win that. Yeah. So we're just going to use the week 18 totals from those players and decide it that way. Yeah, that's probably the best way. I was just wondering if any of the leagues actually stepped up and said, because I know I, I'm not in any leagues, but I am part of like Yahoo Fantasy, and Yahoo Fantasy sometimes sends out like blasts, like like we like for our our fantasy baseball league. What, what Sleeper has right? done is essentially yeah. said Sleeper is in one of my leagues is on, is on, and the Sleepers essentially said, "Hey, look, we are going to default to uh, everyone in the Bengals Bills game scored zero, but you mm-hmm. can settle this however you want, and okay. you can just tell us what you want to do, and we can try to figure it out for you from the software perspective." That's um, that's nice of them. Yeah. Sure. So here's one. Uh, a guy I know plays in a league where it's 12-team league, $100 entry, and they just play winner-take-all. Mm-hmm. And a guy, the guy, one guy was down by 27 and had Burrow left against no one else. Who was slicing up the Bills in that first quarter. He was like, already, he had started, he, like, the, the, that He was heading for a second touchdown pass when the shit happened, yeah. 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 yeah, even then, even the second drive, they were, so... I think that the way that you settle a league like that is you just take Burrow score against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what that's you do. Pro- yeah, that's probably the best way to do it for sure. And But, like, some of the gambling implications, I don't know if you heard about this, Bill, but some, some, of, the, uh, some of the Vegas books and some online books have these weird out clauses that have never come into play before. Huh. But, like, let's say you bet uh, the Bills or Bengals season total. Both of those teams have already hit their overs, but 
some of them have out clauses, must play 17 games. Oh. <laughs> so if you hit that over, Vegas can be like, nope, they didn't play 17 games and void the bet. And they've also they're also able to do that with some of the player totals, like the season long player totals and whatnot now. So, you know, check the fine print on some of those because, like, uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this pod, <laughs> you've got a, you know, a Bengal, if you've got like a Jamar Chase over prop or whatever, you better uh, check the fine print on that one because you might now, not be to collecting. Me, to me, they it would be harder for them to put that in the fine print on a player prop because a player missing a game is obviously far, 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 far more likely than for sure. a team missing a game. Yeah, but yeah, the me, season, yeah like, so... oh yeah, this guy only played 15 games. They run into that every single season, many, many, many times. Yeah, this in fact, a a that's why a lot of people just take unders because they're like, I'm just gonna take unders because if this guy gets hurt, I automatically win, right? Like that's that's an auto win. Uh, so yeah, the player props not so much, but yeah, a lot of the team totals and stuff like that they can void, right? So sometimes mm. it's like Vegas is just in it for the money. Yeah, <laughs> well put, Bill. <laughs> Very well put. And with that said, um, why don't we head to some Saturday games? So originally all these games were slated for 1 o'clock on Sunday, and then they kind of pick and choose how they move everything around. And um, they moved a couple of Saturday games. And first up, we got a 4.30 start between the Chiefs and the Raiders. This will feature Patrick Mahomes versus uh, Jared Stidham, as Craig mentioned earlier. And currently the line is the Chiefs. Minus the line actually just moved as I was talking, hilariously enough. It opened up at Chiefs minus nine. I am now staring at Chiefs minus eight and a half. A lot of uh, sharp money coming in on the Raiders uh, for your usual reasons. Now, you would say to yourself, the Raiders don't have uh, much to play for. The Raiders don't have a weird... uh, No, they're six and ten. They don't have any sort of uh, scenario. But um, divisional matchup. Chiefs have something to play for. Raiders don't. However, I, I don't always buy into that the team. This, this is a little bit of a gambler's fallacy. you got to be careful with some of this stuff. The old, uh, this team's got nothing to play for because the guys in the field don't know that, right? The guys in the field, like, they're like, this might be my last game if I don't play well sort of a thing. They're playing for jobs next year and whatnot. So uh, I don't Jared's always. certainly playing for a job. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Thank you. That's very succinctly put, Craig. Um so I think you just on this particular game we got to be careful on this particular game I think you just default to your regular stuff divisional matchup home dog Chiefs never cover high lines uh, I was looking at some there was a stat I don't have it exactly over my head but it's like when I don't have it I'm not gonna have it exactly over the top of my head but the gist of it is when Patrick Mahomes is a favor of three or more his record against the spread very bad <laughs> when it's three or less very good so this Kansas City Chiefs uh, team does not cover these high lines they haven't been doing it they're the, one of the worst teams against the spread because they very well do it I think I mean the line's moving the wrong way for you to do this but at this point you're just holding your nose and taking the Raiders on this one what say you Bill yeah I'm in the same boat I think it's it's too many for uh, an away game on a Saturday and a, a decent team uh, I know they got the the new QB in, but as long as he's even competent, I think they're going to be able to cover this high line. So I'm taking the Raiders here. Uh, Craig, thoughts on Chiefs Raiders? Raiders one of five. Oh, now nice. I'm a little annoyed that it's d- down to eight and a half. Uh, FanDuel is yeah. offering this at nine and a half right now. I'll still give you the nine if you want it as one of your five for sure. That literally happened as I like I refreshed the yeah. website and it went from nine to eight and a half, and I'm like, whoa. And I have the nine and a half that FanDuel is offering. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I'd give you that, but I'll definitely give you the nine. Yeah. 
Just because uh, I haven't but, seen yeah, it. No, I, I, I like the Raiders for a lot of the reasons you said. Uh, and, and Raiders, Chiefs, the, the game in Vegas, like the Chiefs are going to score some points, but the Raiders usually score points along with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Raiders in the nine points. Yeah, the back door will be open in this one. The Chiefs usually, they, they just do the thing where they're like, they don't care. Like, the Chiefs will win this game by eight, for God's sake, and you'll cover, honestly. Uh, that's doesn't, like, it, doesn't this feel like Kansas City 30, Las Vegas 27 to you? Something like that. Or, like, I'm telling you, it, like, the Kansas City Chiefs could have the ball up by eight, and they'll have the ball with, like, three minutes left, and Mahomes will get his three timeouts. He'll get his three first downs that they need. And, uh, you know, they'll have the ball on the Raiders, like, 14. And you'll see the and if you're if you're betting the Chiefs to cover, you'll be staring at the end zone as as Patrick Mahomes is kneeling to win the game, right? Like that's that happens all the time with this Chiefs team. Yeah, you you want the Raiders in this one for sure. Uh, second game, a winning in type of scenario, but uh, the Jaguars also have a weird. If a bunch of other things go their way, they could still make it in even if they lose this game. But what is ostensibly a winning in game? Between the Titans and the Jaguars in Jacksonville, Jaguars laying six and a half. Uh, I know uh, that it's Josh Dubes that's playing for uh, the Titans, but uh, they're getting their offensive line back. They're going to have Derrick Henry actually in this game. Dobbs didn't. I know it's pronounced Dobbs. Dobbs didn't uh, look that bad. A lot of it was his receivers were dropping clean, crisp passes on third down. I thought he looked uh, well enough that he can steer this ship without crashing it. Uh, I know that uh, Trevor Lawrence has got flame shooting out of his ass right now, but it, this is still a, a classic spot where the Jaguars kind of kind of gag on it for me. Uh, I like Tennessee. I like the Vrabel factor in this one. Uh, I, I still think the Jaguars are going to win, but I think it's going to be close, and it, this is going to be a, a field goal wins it type of game. Uh, give me the Titans plus the six and a half. They're going to be one of my five. What say you, Bill? You know what? I, I've been liking the Jags. They're fun to watch, um, but I don't think they deserve this high of a line. I'm liking the Titans as well for that reason. I hope the Jags win. I really do. I think they're a more exciting team to watch. Um, but, yeah, we, when you get a guy like Henry in the game, he can just slow down the whole game and just completely control that ball. So I'm thinking a little bit closer, like you said, maybe a three-point game. I hope Jacksonville wins, so I'm taking uh, Tennessee. Uh Craig, uh, anything to add on Jaguars, Titans? I'm leaning Jags. Okay. I just you like think Trevor Lawrence just gets yeah, it done. I, I just I, they're hot. I don't trust Josh Dobbs. Uh, like you know, he had a nice game against the Cowboys, but I think it's kind of questionable how how interested in that football game the Cowboys were. Um, mm-hmm. I I just think that this Tennessee offense is is very much broken. Yeah, they're getting a couple linemen back. But I just think it's a broken offense right now. I uh, I'll, I'll take the Jags, I, and I will say this about this game: if this game was decided by fan vote, and no one who cheered for the Titans or Jaguars is allowed to vote, it's going to be like ninety-eight percent want Jacksonville in the playoffs, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No one not wants even to, like yeah. if this Titans team makes the playoffs, like mm. no one wants that. Like I let, let let me watch Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs. Thank you. As opposed to yeah. this lousy Titans team, so yeah, I think I think that much is very clear. Yeah, I just think the the Frabel factor is huge in this one. It, it's just going to be a dirty muck it up game. I can see them getting to Lawrence a few times and and him just not being as crisp. I just I do think the Jaguars win it. I just think the six and a half is too high. Like, I mean, Jacksonville's been good. If Jacksonville but... doesn't win, it's yeah. because they'll have been sloppy in the red zone. That's been kind of their problem this year when their yes. offense hasn't been 
hasn't been putting up points as they've turned the ball over in the red zone. If they're not doing that, the Jags are scoring 28, 30 plus points in this game. Yeah, should be a pretty good one. Anyway, I'm still taking the Titans because I think it's going to be a close, uh, closer game than we think. Uh, heading to Sunday afternoon, first of uh, the early afternoon games. First up, uh, Houston Texans go into Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Not the sexiest matchup. Two teams with uh, not a lot to play for. So, uh, but. Uh, I mean, the Texans, the only thing that can do is hurt themselves and their number one overall draft pick status by winning this game. Uh, God, I at the beginning of the week, I was leaning towards the Colts minus three, not to make it one of my five, but just as one of those compulsive types who just has to gamble. I was leaning to Colts minus three on this one, but man, they, they look bad, and I'm not sure that they've quit and whatnot. So this game, pretty much a stay away from me. I don't have anything to add to this one. Uh, what say you on this one, Billy? Ah, Colts. I think they just want it less. Um, I, I, I think they're a better team. I mean, Houston is just so bad, and I think they want to lose. The Colts look like they've quit too, but they're a better team that has quit. So I'm going with the the Colts. Yeah, I, th- I th- water gun to my head on this one. I think I would lay the points, but uh, I don't feel great about it. Craig, what say you on Colts Texans? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm leaning Colts, but I don't want to think about this game or have anything to do with this game. Uh, week 18, typically it's hard to pick the Scott Hansen game because there are so many games you don't want Scott Hansen to show, but mm-hmm. this is obviously it. So Scott <laughs> yeah. Hansen, do not yeah. show this game. With I, I do want to note that the Texans record within the division is mm-hmm. actually pretty good. Mm. They're uh they're two two and one within the division. They are O four against the other seven divisions. But within their own division, they're two wins, two losses, and a tie. That so actually checks out. <laughs> like, yeah. That actually checks out. <laughs> given Once the names look of the, the fourteen, division, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and one of their divisional losses was last week against the Jags, a game they lost by 28 points and were never competitive in. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that uh, they they were so they were two one and one going into that game against the Jags. They're two two and one in the division now. Uh, I, I I guess I lean Texans, but I want nothing to do with this. Yeah. Uh, next up, Billy, your boys, the Minnesota Vikings head to Chicago to take on the Bears. Do you guys have an outside chance of stealing the uh, the number one seed from the Eagles, or do the Eagles have the tiebreaker? They do not have yeah. an outside okay. chance. Of that. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they do have the, – the, here's the Vikings scenarios. They yeah. win this game. Oh, they would get the two seed, right? Oh, okay, yeah. They get the two seed if yeah. the Niners lose to the Cardinals. The mm. Cardinals, it appears, have stopped trying. Yeah. Uh, so I don't like and you know who else stopped trying is the Bears. So yeah. I'd be very, very, very surprised. Uh, yeah. And the Bears are trying to lose this game on purpose. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say you it's, don't, it's you conf- don't say we're starting Nathan Peterman, Peterman. in an NFL game <laughs> unless you're trying to lose. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of convenient that uh, Justin Fields came down with a mysterious injury before. Uh, before the, the yeah, final game of the it was season. The same, it's the same injury that Al Servic came down with during the golf showdown at Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Yeah. We're going to put Nathan and Peterman in there. Oh, man. You, you're saying this kid improved our draft stock and we can get the, the number one spot and trade it for a boatload yeah. of stuff because we don't need a quarterback, but someone will want Bryce oh. Young. 
Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. what a yeah, I can't believe you might lose this game. That would be terrible yeah. news for us. Yeah. Horrible stuff. <laughs> um, Vikings are laying six on the road in Chicago. Billy, what do you say about your boys right here? Yeah. I mean, I, I think you got to go Vikings here. Um, but it, it's just so hard to put money on the Vikings with a point differential that big when they've played the games they've played. Um, but I can't in good conscience take Chicago, so I'm taking Minnesota here. Yeah, I can. I'll say typically uh, this year when the Vikings have been playing those close games, uh, they've been going up against NFL teams that are actually attempting to win, and they're not mm-hmm. doing that this week. Yeah. <laughs> not the Colts in the second half. No. That's that a good was... point. The Colts were now obviously <laughs> trying to lose. Yeah. That's yeah. This is this is bad again. Knife to my ribs here. I would I would say that uh, Vikings. I would lay the points with the Vikings, but I just I have no interest in this game after uh, what I saw the Vikings do last week. What they've kind of been doing all year, and uh, the fact that the Bears are quitting. It's just a recipe and, for well, yeah, disaster. Uh, here's the thing. This may be a game where Kirk Cousins get three series. Yeah. This may exactly. be a game where Justin Jefferson catches three balls because he's barely in the game. That mm-hmm. said, I th- I have confidence in the Vikings second stringers to win mm. this football game because the Bears are going to be actively trying to lose, as you can mm. see by Nathan Peter, starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bengals at Ravens. And the Bengals uh, coming off, again, they're one of the teams that were affected by what happened on uh, the Monday night thing. So they've got a, a weird short run. I honestly don't even know how to analyze the Bengals' uh, state going into this game. But uh, here we are. They are laying nine against the Ravens. And, uh, yeah, the Ravens have looked so bad. Ravens, Lamar's playing in this game, right? And it's still nine? Lamar's not playing. Oh, Lamar's not playing. Okay, that explains the line. I thought they said Lamar was playing in this game. All right, so Tyler Huntley. That was what people thought, but uh, Harbaugh announced today Lamar's not going to go. So, can can Baltimore miss the playoffs, or are they locked in? They're in. They are locked in. Here are Baltimore scenarios for this week. Mm-hmm. They could hypothetically get a home playoff game if, and this is awkward, they beat the Bengals and finish in the sixth seed while Cincinnati finishes in the three seed, and then there is a coin flip and Baltimore wins the coin flip. I understand how stupid that sounds, but that's the situation oh, that's we're in. that's right. They have that coin flip thing the with these two teams. Yeah. Far, far, far more likely scenario is the Bengals win this game by a lot of points. Yeah. Now – and. If there is Baltimore the coin flip, coin flip, does the NFL televise this coin flip, or what do they do? Do they just do it behind doors? Or I, Because I absolutely think they should televise it. They should do it like a uh, – you know how they have the weigh-in for uh, for boxing? They should do it like that. Both teams should be there in their, like, you know, warm-up gear or whatever, staring each other down, and then they flip a coin you know in I one want? team. What? Here's what I want. Yeah. I want this to be the Saturday night game. Bengals mm-hmm. and Ravens. Both teams get to sell tickets. And the two teams sit at like the halfway point between Baltimore and Cincinnati <laughs> and flip a coin. And then the bus starts driving as soon as we know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I don't want to know who the home team is in that football game until three hours before kickoff. <laughs> That's crazy. That's insane. That's what uh, Ooh. No, Ravens, Bengals. My goodness. Uh, Bengals are laying nine. Uh, it sounds like you're on the Bengals, Craig. What say you on this one? I am. Uh, look, Tyler Huntley has not looked great. Uh, certainly worse than he did during uh, during his run last year. 
Uh, I don't think that Baltimore is going to have an easy time moving the ball in this game. And I still like people forget like the Ravens defenses look good recently and that's fine, but you can still get over the top on these guys. And I don't know if people remember, but uh, Jamar Chase, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, they're good at this. Uh, so I, I think that Cincinnati finds some ways to score in this game. And this game is not close. I don't think the Bengals be one of my five. The fact that we're getting the nine and a half in some places is excessive for me, but, uh, give me the Bengals for sure. Yeah, I think I share in that analysis, although this isn't going to be one of my five and I don't think I'll have any money on this game. Cause, uh, Ooh, yeah, I, uh, a lot going on there, <laughs> a lot going on there, but, uh, this isn't going to be one of five, but I would lay at the Bengals. Ba- Billy, what do you think about this? Bengals currently laying nine. Yeah. Nine's a little much for me. I, I think I like the Ravens there. Um, it's just too many points. Uh, under seven, I think about it. But I'm not trusting Cincinnati with that many in, in the weird circumstances that it has happened this last week. So I'm going to go with Tyler Huntley on the road, I guess. Feels weird to say it out loud. I just want those points. All right. Uh, next up, the New York Jets head into Miami to take on the Dolphins. Dolphins getting a three-point home bump. I'd like to take this time to personally thank the Dolphins for allowing some sort of BS scenario where the Patriots can now make the playoffs. We're all we're all real impressed with that. Thank you, uh, <laughs> thank you, Miami. Did you see the clip of Mike McDaniel's Mike McDaniel telling a joke in the uh, in a press conference today? He tried he tried to make some some. I don't know. He made a joke that was pretty lame, but it was the joke. It, it was the kind of joke that he would have got the laughs back in you know five weeks ago when he was eight and three. But now that it's eight, now you know now that it's eight and eight, he didn't even get a courtesy laugh from anybody in the room. It was just like, oh, it was it was bad. Uh, and this game is what Mike Glennon versus Joe Flacco. This is like, oh my god, who who would have predicted? No, it's sorry, it's it's. Is it Sky? No, it is Mike Glennon, right? Skyler Thompson's out, isn't he? Or no, no, Skyler no, Thompson? no. Glennon's on the roster, but Thompson's going to start the game. It looks like. Yeah, that's it. So it's Skyler Thompson versus Joe Flacco for uh, round two, no less, because this this was the same game that happened in like week four or something. It was Joe versus Skyler Thompson. Holy fuck! Uh, I, I gun to my head. I'm I'm I think I'm laying. Actually, am I? I don't know. Let me gauge you guys for this. Billy, what do you think? Uh, Dolphins land three. I'd like to avoid it entirely, but I still think I take the Dolphins here. Um, I, I think the Dolphins are better than the Jets. I think they're going to be able to move the ball a little bit faster, and I think the Jets will struggle there. Uh, so I'm going with Miami, but no interest in this one. J- uh, Jets are eliminated, but Miami's got something to play for, so that – Factors in a little bit, although I don't think the Jets have it in them. God, they look so friggin' bad. But I think that had to do with the fact that they sent Mike White out there with still broken ribs. So that didn't help. Uh, Craig, what about you? Dolphins laying three. If this, if if the Bills beat the Patriots, mm-hmm. I think they will. Uh, this is a win and end game for Miami. Uh, but I still think Miami loses this win and end game. So uh, give me the Jets. Yeah, and th- those two games are going on at the same time. So if you're Miami, you can't... Uh... You can't let. Oh well, you're Miami. Like, yeah. You gotta win the game no matter what because that's that's yeah. your, your only option. But I yeah. think that you might have eye to the scoreboard. And mm-hmm. man, I think the crowd in Orchard Park. We'll get to this game in a second, but the crowd in Orchard Park is going to be amped. 
Amped. And, and yeah, and, and you could do the, uh, yeah, but like you could end up, you remember a couple of years ago when Ryan Fitzpatrick threw that touchdown to steal like the number one seed from the Patriots and Kevin Harlan was like calling both games at the same time. That was yeah. so good. Yeah, we could end up with, with something like that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm also laying the three with the Dolphins, even though they're on a five game losing streak. I think, I think Mike McDaniels, there were some weird Mike McDaniel getting fired. One at like Mike McDaniel, one and done. That's that. Crazy. That was no. Oh, it's. I hope it's. I hope it's very crazy considering a lot of the games Actually, he lost were at fucking Skylar Thompson. No, 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 home, no, no, right? no, no. I, I specifically hope that's incredibly accurate. Fair, yeah. Team... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, you hate when you're going down the Jim Harbaugh. You're going down the Jim Harbaugh, like you know. I mean, you can either give up on life and hire Jim Harbaugh, like we've all contemplated in our darkest hours. No, actually, <laughs> I actually really like the idea. Yeah, it's not I, bad, actually. I'm being harsh there. I think they need a CEO-style head coach. I think that he will mm-hmm. be a hard-ass with a quarterback who has been difficult. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that he's got NFL experience and very, very good NFL experience. I think that he'd be a really, really good fit. But uh, yeah. And plus, uh, there's all the, well, you have to give the University of Michigan $20 million to get out of his contract. Well, it's a good thing the Walmart fucking people own the Broncos. $20 yeah. million dollars is... <laughs> fucking rounding error for them yeah so, exactly yeah, I, I i suspect that the broncos want jim harbaugh they'll get jim harbaugh i i, I bet you he's the he got the inside track right now uh if it's not him i want frank reich but i want someone mm-hmm. who a has been a coach before and b has been successful with a couple of different styles of quarterback before and harbaugh definitely checks off that box yeah and harbaugh was good with kaepernick and wilson and kaepernick show share a lot of similarities in the in their styles yeah and i just um, like the idea of a guy who's been there, who's been an NFL quarterback and in, in trying to sort yeah. of uh, have, get sort of on the same page as Wilson. I think that's important. Got to a Super Bowl. Got to a Super Bowl. Uh, next up, the Carolina Panthers uh, head to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Uh, I don't think either of these teams can... No one has anything to play for. Nothing. So this is just for funsies, basically. Uh, the Saints are getting the three-and-a-half-point home bump. Uh, I think I would go with Carolina in this one. Carolina would be, they're not going to be, they're, they're, they were close to being one of my five slash six, and we'll get to that later. Um, uh, but I think they just narrowly missed. But uh, I would pick the Panthers on this, because at this point in their lives, I think they're flat out the better team, even though, and I don't like that they're, I like that I'm getting the hook on this one. Billy, what say you? Panthers, Saints, uh, Saints given the hook, minus three and a half. Yeah, these ones, are, when when there's nothing to play for, it's just so hard to predict because you just don't know who's going to come out and, and be a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I think I like New Orleans here. I think they're more likely to to do a bit of scheming here just to see how things sit. Um, so I like them to get a little creative. Let's go with New Orleans for this one. I will say of the games that we've discussed so far, with the exception of Jaguars Titans, this is the first game where I think the compete level for both teams will be relatively equal. I think both teams are going to go out there and give like a hundred percent within the Ravens, bound of Ravens Bengals right? will be equal too. Ravens, yeah, Bengals both yeah. yeah, I suppose one you're right. will have a backup quarterback. But yeah, Panthers. Yeah, Panthers and Saints are doing the thing where it's like, listen, we're not going anywhere. But you know, like a lot of the guys on the teams are going to be playing for contracts next year and stuff like that. And and uh, they gotta they gotta show out. So I think both of these teams, the compete level, both these teams will be pretty e- even. Uh, so I'm on the Panthers. Billy's on the Saints. Craig tiebreaker on this one. Saints for me. 
Um, okay. I like the way they played the last few weeks. They're they're looking pretty decent. Uh, they, they, they were good to me last week. Win, I, I slipped I slipped that bet in under huh? the wire on the old score app on this old score betting app there to plug one of the many apps that we we use to gamble with. I I'm like you know what I'm gonna take that five and a half with the Saints at uh, like literally the the midnight hour when that bet could get in and then that that they were never not covering that game. I don't think the Eagles kind of uh, kind of whiffed on that one. Sorry, I interrupted you there, Corey. No, it's all good. I just think the Saints are are playing really well. They're in a good spot. Uh, Panthers coming off a, a disappointing game where they could have uh, put themselves in position to win the NFC South, and they they didn't wind up winning. Uh, Saints are kind of end the year strong here. I'm gonna take the Saints. All right, so a two for one for the Saints. Saints are 12th. Wait a DVOA. If you wait yeah. DVOA, they are 12th. Well, they're looking gotta good. Quarter, gotta get a quarterback in there with some consistency. That's all. Uh... New England I mean, Patriots. Yeah, like, to me, if you're if you're like Jimmy Garoppolo or if you're Derek Carr and mm-hmm. you're like looking for a spot this uh, this spring, not Saints a bad are spot. Saints is a nice spot. It's yeah, a nice not spot. Not a bad little spot. Not a bad little spot. Uh, Patriots Bills in Orchard Park, as Craig mentioned, in a building that will have some juice going into this one. And and like I said, they're they're going to do something pregame to honor the the EMT guys who who saved a man's life on Monday. Jesus. Still crazy to talk about. Um, Bills minus seven is the current line. Uh, I am hesitant to bet on this one. Uh, we need the Bills to win this because I just I can't handle Mac Jones making the playoffs in back-to-back years as terrible and as shitty as he has Reed. played. Like the, the fact that the Patriots are even even remotely close to an effing playoff spot is is like thank you very much. Week eighteen, you greedy f's. Um, and you know what? You know what else we should be pissed off at is the fact that seven teams in each conference make the playoffs. Because yeah. let's just think about this. Like, let's just say the the two seed winds up being Buffalo, uh, and it winds up being the Niners in the NFC. Does anyone really need to see Bills versus uh, Dolphins or Bills versus Steelers in the first week of the playoffs? No. Does anyone really need to see Niners versus Packers or Niners versus Lions or Niners versus Seahawks? Ouch. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. But I mean, I love uh, a good upset. You're never going to have them without it. But yeah, still, you're unlikely. Yeah, just like, I, I like to it, it was a better, is a better system when you know two teams could earn a buy in round one. Yeah, it, it like, was. Make, make, it, yeah, kind of... it for sure was. It for sure was. But it, it, yeah, I guess it is what it is. It does make the buy. It does make the first the, the you know winning. It makes the first seed matter more though. There's only yeah. one buy available. Yeah, it does make that more important. Uh, Bills minus seven. I, God, I just it's it's high, and this Patriots team is doing stuff. But uh, I, I I don't know. I think I would I think I would take the seven with New England um, with the whole crafty Billichek, who uh, you know his 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 uh, uh, his icy heart was undeterred by any of the Demar Hamlin stuff. I would imagine, but uh, so he he's gonna have his team ready to go for this one and ready to make everybody so, so angry with a win and the uh, Patriots making the playoffs. Blech. But uh, I think this will, I think the Patriots will keep it close. Water gun to my head. I would, I would take the, the Patriots plus the seven, but this isn't even going to be close. I'm not going to bet on any of the games involving the Bengals or the Bills just because there's, there's too many uh, unknown elements in these two games for my liking. But like I said, uh, if forced to bet on this Patriots plus seven for me would be the side. Craig, what say you? Bills are one of my five. Woo! I love it. 
I just think they're going to come out. The crowd's going to be amped. It's going to be a crazy, crazy atmosphere. Plus, the Bills have much better players than New England does. Yeah, there was uh, that. So, yeah, give me, yeah, there is definitely that. So give me the Bills. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm on the Patriots. Craig's on the Bills. Billy, tiebreaker. Yeah, I got to go Bills here. I, I do think the Bills are a much better team, and I just – you know what, going against Belichick, the situation like this, for them to get into the playoffs, like, I, I got to believe that there is some good left in the world and that Buffalo is going to win this game by quite a bit, and then I'm not going to have to sweat that outcome at all. So I'm going Buffalo. Uh, but really, it's it's more of a battle between good and evil. Man, Mac Jones <laughs> making the playoffs back-to-back. It's so, This really is a good and evil matchup. And for the love of God, and if... if it, like it, it's just sure, if the problem. Bills just win the god like should the Bills not just win the goddamn Super Bowl for once and for all like is this is this not the yep. like for, for the love of time, God right? I think that I think they're gonna wind up being the team most neutral fans are cheering for yeah after, could you imagine right, Demar Hamlin being at the Super Bowl yeah <laughs> right like like obviously mm. not not in uniform obviously no like just him being there be no just in just in Bills warm ups you know on the sidelines with the boys <laughs> cheering them on. You know, or, yeah, or not... even sitting in a box or whatever. There's all sorts yeah, of different things. Right? Yeah. 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 Like that's 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 something we should all be rooting for, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Like it's just like but it's just ever the year to do it. Do it for DeMar. Like, you've got the great team. Exercise the four Super Bowl losses in a row, demons. The the like finally release Scott Norwood from his goddamn like uh like you, you know, like like Bill Buckner before him, release that man from the torment he's been through for nigh yeah. thirty plus years now, right? Like it, it's just, oh uh, yeah, yeah, like 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 Bill Buckner and 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 oh god, who was the guy who dropped the ball for the Cubs? Although that man never should have went through. Department. Uh, uh, Department. Thank you. God, it's a funny name. Uh, all that, all those guys before them. Uh, Kerry Frazier in the. <laughs> In the, NF, in the NHL, Craig. That's a different uh, story altogether. I've Cup this year, and I'd still be pissed off at Kerry Frazier. But that's, fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fair. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, just get it done, Bills. And, God, can you imagine Mac Jones back-to-back playoff games? Like, guys, he's a trash quarterback. He's so bad. Yeah, um, well, here's the thing. There's a chance, like, so let's just say the the Patriots win this game and, 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 and they get in, like, just hypothetically. Mm. Um. If that happens, uh, they're probably going to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like, does don't the Patriots just get blown out in that football game? Who knows? I, I guess mean, there's a they chance get, they wind up. If they don't get blown out there's this week, then they, they right? Yeah, that's true. There's a chance they wind up playing Buffalo two weeks in a row too. But yeah, uh, that's a yeah. I, I, I mean, uh, I don't think we have to worry about it. I think the Bills win this mm-hmm. game by a bunch. All right, uh, moving on. Bucks, Falcons, Falcons laying four. Uh, Falcons, nothing to play for. Bucks, they're not guaranteed a spot, right? Like they, they, they still. They are getting... guaranteed a spot now. Uh, okay, so there's no scenario in which they miss, and they are. They'll be either nine and eight or eight and nine, and get a home game because this is stupid. Uh, so there's a very good chance Timmy B isn't even going to be finishing this game, right? Brady will barely participate. I would suspect that Brady barely participates in this game. All right, so I think you're laying the four with the Falcons then, who are trying to get Ritter and everybody ready for next year and showcase everyone off. They've got jobs. Uh, based on this information, I'm laying the four with the Falcons. Billy, what say you? Yeah, I, 
I think I'm going Bucks. Um, I, I, I don't think either team is particularly good, but I, I just have no faith in Atlanta. So to, to lay points with them is not something I'm interested in. So I'm going Bucks. All right, well, you two gentlemen. Before we move on. Yeah. Before we move on, if it's and this is very unlikely, barring like the Giants aren't trying to win, so the Eagles are going to win, and this is going to be the matchup. If it's Cowboys at Buccaneers next week, what's the line? Cowboys at Buccaneers. Uh, boys minus three. Boys are favored. I'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah, Dallas yeah, are favored. with everything factored I in. I, I I think they put it in the Vegas zone, and and they like I don't think they'd be given a full touchdown. I think it would be like five or four for it. So I'll guess yeah, I'll guess I, four I, and a half. I'd guess four and a half. Yeah, I, I would. I would guess boys minus four and a half on the road in Tampa. Yeah, that yeah, would be my guess. Uh, were were any of you gentlemen Mike Evans fantasy owners this year? No, because no. that man put up the all time like. This guy's my first wide receiver. I'll be fine. Do nothing the entire year, and then the second year eliminated, three touchdowns, <laughs> like, two hundred yards. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. Oh man! And people uh, are gonna like, look back on his season and be like, I don't know why everyone was complaining about Mike Evans. This is fine. Like this stat line is mostly okay. Yeah. And you don't really realize how uh, like unless you remember specifically the game, you don't really realize how how concentrated some of those touchdowns were. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm so bad. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Craig, did you make a pick on Falcons-Bucks? I think you're the, I think uh, you're the tiebreaker. I'll take the, I'll take the Falcons, but I'll mm-hmm. have no interest in watching. Yeah. All right, last game of the 1 o'clock slate, a line that's seen a little bit of movement. Uh, Browns-Steelers. Uh, Steelers with everything to play for. They got uh, the Mike Tomlin winning streak thing. They got a shot at a, they got an outside shot at a playoff spot. Uh, the Browns have nothing to play for, who haven't looked too great uh, the last two weeks, although they did uh, kind of take it to the Commanders last week, but that was more about what the Commanders got going on than what the Browns got going on. Um, Steelers coming off a crazy, weird Sunday night game against the Ravens, where it ended at 16-3, to and uh, there was a touchdown for the Ravens that shouldn't have been a touchdown, should have only been three points. There was just, just a horrendous call on Cam Hayward that, that led to the, the them getting that extra four off the touchdown. Just a weird freaking game. This line opened up at Steelers minus three. The Sharps have come in on the Browns, uh, and it's now Steelers minus two and a half. Uh, I'm with the Browns. I bet the Browns at the plus three. Uh, they're going to be one of my five. Give me, give me the Browns in this one. I, th- I think that the Steelers. I think this is uh, this. This has all the makings of like a one, two, max three point game. So I want the uh, I want the Browns uh, getting three, even though it's minus two and a half right now. Um, so if you can still find the three, get the three. Because, again, this screams one or two point uh, game to me with Steelers maybe winning. But who knows? Uh, I I, th- I think the Browns are going to give full effort in this game, though, because they, they would like to ruin the Steelers' uh, hopes and dreams on this one. Craig, what say you? Steelers currently laying two and a half. All over the Steelers. Did you see the, see the Jadevian Clowney story from this week? Yeah, I saw that. Well, yeah, I saw that uh, I they caught if, if, right? if the Browns' sideline is that far gone... Mm-hmm. I understand they won last week against Washington. If the Browns yeah. sideline is that gone, I want nothing to do with this. So I'm going to take the Steelers. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't like. I'm not fully sold on Kenny Pickett yet. Like, I think he's going to be okay. But like, we're we're set. We're 
I'm not Steelers at all fans. sold on Kenny Pickett. Just Steelers fans are ready to send him to, to ready to send him to Canton off of one, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, going across your body throw that was really nice. That honestly was mostly Najee Harris jumping higher than he's ever jumped in his entire life, right? Like, I, yeah, I don't like, know. Like, just they, they've had a couple of nice drives at the end of the game. I I am far, far, far from sold on Kenny Pickett. Uh, not even close to being there. I just, I just like. Yeah, you know, you have Miles Garrett and Javian Clowney fighting in the media. Uh, you have mm-hmm. Clowney saying, "I'm only playing on third down because I'm not going to be on this team next year." Like it just like, yeah. Uh, I just it just feels like something that you want nothing to do with. Mm. I just I don't know. I think I think Miles is going to be able to go. I'm, I'm on the Browns. I think that they're they're my like sort of upset pick of the week. Uh, is is the Browns getting getting three? Billy, you're the tiebreaker on this one. Who you got? You know what? I kind of feel like that that uh, third point there is pretty big. I, I like the Browns at three. At 2.5 even, I'm not loving those Browns. But I, I, mm-hmm. if you're getting an even three, I'm taking the Browns here. I think it'll be close. All right. Uh, marquee matchup is easily Ravens-Bengals, right? We don't have anything else other than the, the mitigating factor of the Bills-Patriots and, and the, the Bills, uh, I don't want to say spectacle, but that's the best word I can come up with off the top of my head. Uh but yeah, I think uh, Ravens Bengals is even though it's a nine point game, that's the uh, marquee matchup. Uh, next up for late afternoon games, Rams Seahawks. A line that's seen some movement open up at Rams plus six and a half has now moved down. Sharp money coming in on the Rams uh, is currently Seahawks minus five and a half. Seahawks need this uh, to make the playoffs. Seahawks in, and then the Lions upset the Packers, and the Seahawks are in. Seahawks everything to play for. Rams with nothing to play for. Other than Baker Mayfield is playing for a job, let me introduce you gentlemen to the nightmare scenario that is my life of Baker Mayfield wins this game, gives all Lion fans hope for a couple of hours, and then the Lions get blown out on Lambeau Field as is off nutrition. And not only do they not make the playoffs, but their Rams draft pick also slides another five slots. Uh, that's this. That's the world we're all going to live in when it's uh, late Sunday night. So uh, give me the Rams. They're one of my five. Uh, what say you, Billy? Uh, I like the Seahawks here. I, I think they're they're capable. They're, they, they've got all their – I think they got all their weapons now, right? Lockett's back in. Everybody's in there. Um, I think so. Yeah, I, I like the yep, Seahawks back. here. I, I don't think the Rams are very good. Um, yeah, there's a couple of real. I mean, my initial silly, like initial silly analysis uh, aside, there's some real world analysis for why you should go with the Rams against the spread. Um, buy low spot for the Rams after they got blown out last week. Uh, sell high spot for the Seahawks after they got a after they had a blowout win last week. The Seahawks also, you know, despite what they did last week, they've had a little bit of a wall recently with the, you know, the offense and the defense looking not great in most recent memory. Uh, I'm on the Rams. Uh, Yeah, like I said, they're going to be one of my five. Uh, Craig, tiebreaker on this one since Billy's on the Seahawks. I'm I'm thinking Seattle. Like, the Rams had this nice little run here, but I think we kind of saw what the – what the real deal is this past week. Uh, this is still a team that's really, really short on talent with Aaron Donald out and Cooper Cup out and Matt Stafford out and so on and so forth. So I think the Seahawks take care of business. Next up, the Los Angeles Chargers 
head into Denver to take on the Den your Denver Broncos, Craig. And this line has moved just a little bit. Have they moved, announced moved that? Have they announced that Herbert and whatnot is out? Brandon Staley this... has made it sound like that we're not going to see a lot of Justin Herbert in this game. So here's yeah. the situation for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They can move. Uh, they will have clinched the five. So can't move up, can't move down if Baltimore loses in Cincinnati at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So what the books are thinking here is the Chargers are going to get to kickoff and realize we cannot help ourselves. And it's going to be an off week for Herbert and for Bosa mm-hmm. and for Al and, you know, the, the, the big players in the team. Yeah. Um, and that's why this line is Denver minus three. Yeah. Or minus because three and a half I, you're going to bet MGM. Yeah, because when I bet this line and wrote it down in my book it, it, earlier in this week, it was Denver plus three and a half. The Chargers were favored on the road. And I had my analysis of... Well, you just never take the Chargers on the road. It was too per. It is too perfect. I know the Broncos haven't been great all season, but divisional matchup. Chargers laying points on the road. Auto fade. Don't care the scenario. Don't care if the Broncos are are you know going to have, uh, or the Seahawks are getting a high Broncos draft pick this year. It, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, you auto play it. And as I'm staring at it on my computer screen right now. Uh, you always love it when you place a bet and then the cash out button becomes unavailable <laughs> based on the uh, based on the uh, based on the move. So that's what I'm staring at right now. But I have the I have the Broncos plus three and a half. So for the purposes of this game, if you guys want the original plus three and a half line, which is a full touchdown movement, you guys can have the Broncos because they are they are well, one that's of my. Well, going to change my five then because. Of course, it's going to change yeah. your five because that's <laughs> it is what it is. It, it like and I'm I'm going with 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 what it is uh, as of when the bets were made and whatnot and when they would have locked in in the super contest and whatnot and it would have been so you know uh, for the purposes of this podcast we are cheating just a little bit. So let let's do the analysis with the uh with the with the th- plus three and a half and then we'll go to the minus three and a half. So. If it was still Broncos plus three and a half, we would all be on the Broncos, right? I, well, yeah. yeah if the Chargers aren't going to try, well, no, no, no. This, but this is assume like, well, let's let's assume it's the magical world where we're recording oh, this on Tuesday. And it's, the, the Chargers are trying to win the game. I would be yeah. leaning, I would be leaning Broncos with the plus three and a half. Yes. Yeah, Broncos plus three and a half. Same, same with Billy. Okay, so that's the analysis. Now, let me try to mentally warp my analysis for this. I, I, I still think I still think it's the Broncos minus the three and a half, even though you're getting the hook for me. I still think I'm on the Broncos because now we know that the Chargers are likely sitting all their guys, and the Broncos have uh, a ton of crap to play for. They looked good last week, but they with the uh, to me, the, yeah, isn't the play mm-hmm. to me? Do you not consider taking the Chargers plus the three and a half? Mm-hmm. And think to yourself, hey, if Baltimore finds a way to pull out that game against Cincinnati, so you mm-hmm. parlay Baltimore on the money line, the Chargers plus the three and a half. Mm-hmm. Because if Baltimore pulls out that game, all of a sudden the Chargers are looking at either we go to Cincinnati or we go to Jacksonville. I suspect yeah. they're going to try hard to make sure they go to Jacksonville. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, is, a fair, is there, that's, that's there, not a bad ticket. Stay there where you parlay – Baltimore That's a fun little ticket. Yeah. That's a fun little ticket because the Baltimore money line has got to be somewhat juicy. Let me see if I can yeah. get you that uh, as we squeak. I got my app up here. Let me just quickly 
find the game where Baltimore money line is plus 350 plus three yeah I got plus plus 340 plus 350 so basically you're getting around three and a half on the uh on yeah, the Ravens so, if you so that's the Baltimore not money bad. line and the mm-hmm. Chargers money line right now which is about plus mm-hmm. 150 plus 145 yeah. depending on where you are yeah uh, that's a nice little bet and and hey you know what maybe the ball if the Baltimore leg goes away then your Chargers mm-hmm. bet is probably going to be invalid anyway yeah. And if you go with the if, if yeah if you go with the Chargers plus like, the three and a half right now, and your Chargers yeah. money all of a sudden doesn't look too bad. So maybe that's what yeah. you do. Yeah, and if you and if you're still if you still want to take the three and a half, uh, the uh, the Ravens money line with the Chargers currently three and a one. You're, that's about a seven to one ticket right there. So that's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, that's yeah. a fun again, little. Uh, maybe maybe you don't maybe ticket. you don't get the Baltimore leg and that's fine. But it, like yeah. to me, if you're betting, if you want to bet mm-hmm. the Ravens the money line this week, you almost are in, like have to tie the Chargers money line mm-hmm. to the very same bet i think yeah yeah that's that's because uh, you're that's getting a, a lot of bet, extra yeah. money there that you like right right now if we knew the chargers are trying to win like you said the chargers mm-hmm. are three, three and a half point favorites in the game uh but the books are expecting the chargers to not try to win so the line is the line giants and eagles eagles length 14 the giants have nothing to play for they're in but i don't think they can improve their spot at all right regardless of of they're, they're locked into the, the Giants five or the are the six, seed, right? Whether they win this game or lose this yeah. game by a billion points. And the Eagles need to win this game because they could still lose the bye week, right? To right. San Francisco. And Hertz is coming back. And Brian Dable's already said, we're not mm-hmm. going to see a lot of the, be- the, of the better Giants mm-hmm. players for much of this football game. So mm-hmm. that's why this line is 14 and a half, is the Giants don't look like they're going to try to win. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I think I would lay the 14 with the Eagles. I don't do that too often, but I, yeah, I guess we're laying the 14 with the Eagles, especially the Eagles coming off that little stinker they had last week. They might be getting their guy back. I mean, the problem is, if well, you're laying the 14 right now, though, is if Hertz doesn't play, all of a sudden you're laying 14 with Gardner Minshew and a giant secondary that'll still be somewhat frisky, right? So there's some risk there, but I think I think... I, I have this as a stay away, but if this is this is a water gun to my head scenario, I'm laying the 14. Uh, Billy, what say you? Yeah, I'm not going anywhere near it, but I'm taking those points, I think, and just, yeah, whether Gardner Mitchell, if Gardner Mitchell plays, I think those points look real nice. Um, yeah. But it's just 14 and a half is just too many for an NFL game, right? Like, regardless of the circumstances, I, I think you just take the points. So I'm taking the Giants here. All right. Uh, Billy, tie, or Craig, tiebreaker. Uh, it looks like Hertz is going to go. It's not official, but it looks like he's going to go. Uh, but I, I lean, I, I lean Giants if you have to, just because yeah. even if it's a bunch of backups, they can probably keep the game within two touchdowns. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I want nothing to do with this game. So. Similar analysis in the second one with one little twist. The Cardinals are heading to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. The 49ers are laying 14. Um, this is trickier because if the San Francisco 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers can win this game, as we mentioned, and get the one seed. So they will inevitably be trying. The problem here with this game, as opposed to the Eagles game, is if they look up at the scoreboard and the Eagles are up 28-0 against the Giants who are, as we mentioned, going to be playing their backups, 
uh, you might start seeing the 49ers take out some of their that's starters only if, and whatnot, right? That's only if the Vikings have lost to Chicago earlier in the day. True. Okay. Because the Niners still have the two seed to play for in that scenario. Mm-hmm. And okay. if I'm the Niners, I would like to play Minnesota in Santa Clara and not Minneapolis. And that's what they'll be playing for in that situation. Yeah, if that's fair enough. Play later mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I still like the Cardinals here getting the 14. They were they were okay last week. They looked uh, they they looked really good. Uh, uh, granted, it was against the Falcons and not the 49ers and the really good uh, who are a much better team than the Falcons. But uh, getting the 14, I I still like the. I still like the Cardinals and the off chance that the Niners uh, walk away from the, uh, uh, excuse me, that the, Ni- the Niners might potentially walk away from this game. Uh, so I guess give me the card, give me the Cardinals plus the 14. And actually I'm going to switch my thing earlier and take the Giants plus the 14. So uh, and give it a clean. So I was, I was wrong earlier when I said I was going to lay the 14 with the Eagles. Give me the, give me the plus 14 with both. I'm just falling back on my old thing of like, Two touchdowns is too much. Doesn't matter the scenario. No. Uh, the Especially Cardinals. in week yeah. 18 when yeah. you don't just like here's our our Niners player is going to be going all out in this game. Like you know they're going to want to yeah. win, but it just, yeah. It just yeah. So yeah, yeah. Debo Samuel yeah. is going to play in this football game, which is good. There you go. Probably not all of the snaps though. I would imagine. No, right? I would suspect yeah. that we barely yeah. not see him a lot. But he'll, we'll see. Him. Yeah, just ramping him up for next week type of uh, type of scenario for sure. Uh, Craig, what's your official pick for this one? Uh, I'm staying away, but if I have to, I'm take, I'm finding the 14 and a half and taking the Cardinals. All right, Billy, let's say you. I said about three minutes ago that you, uh, 14 is too many. I stand by yeah. it. So I'm taking the yeah. Cardinals. Thank you, right. Especially for week 18, man. Whew. I, I just don't get laying highlights now, like the that. Cardinals are quick. That's yeah, that people, that's true. I think the Cardinals, like, I know they looked okay against Atlanta, but like DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins not playing in this game. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know who's playing quarterback, but they're on to like McCoy's not going to play. So it's whoever was playing mm-hmm. against the, against the Falcons. Like, so uh, it just, that, that's why it's a stay away from me. Otherwise I might consider betting the Cardinals, but forget it. All right. Uh, last game of the four o'clock slate, the Dallas Cowboys head into Washington to take on the commanders and the Cowboys are laying a full touchdown on the road. Now, what can the Cowboys do playoff-wise? They are twelve and four, so they can can they move if up the into Eagles the two win, seed? Or the Cowboys yeah. are locked in. Yeah, the Cowboys are the five seed if the Eagles win. If Both the Eagles lose, at the, same time. the Cowboys mm-hmm. can win the division. The Commanders. Who the did they say that? No, who did the Commanders say that they're starting though? Like a quarterback. So yeah, it's going to be Sam Howell. Yeah, because it's not even Wentz, right? Like, no, so. it's Sam Howell, so rookie Christ. from North Carolina. Who I, I kind of liked at North Carolina, um, right. but you know we don't have a lot of NFL tape on this guy, obviously. Yeah, Christ, uh, Cowboys. I mean, if it was Heineke, it's weird to say. If this was Heineke, I'd be all over the Commanders minus the seven. But with the weird stuff that they going on, they can't pick a friggin' quarterback. It seemed like Ron Rivera was, like, weirdly tied to Wentz succeeding for some reason. And he, if... Right? He was... Because, yeah, there was, no, there was no reason to start him against Cleveland. That was crazy. No. Um, but this is one where if the Eagles get out to a big lead early, the Cowboys are going to be like, all right, forget it, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, I guess... I, I think... You just got to hold your nose and lay the seven with this one, but my God, this is... This one is... So avoidable to me betting on. Uh, Billy, what do you think on this one? Yeah, it's 
Dallas for me, but uh, I'm not enamored with it. I, I think Dallas is just they still have at least something to play for if the if the Eagles somehow manage to choke. But I think if nothing else, the Cowboys on autopilot are significantly better than Washington. So give me the Cowboys. All right, uh, Craig tiebreaker. Uh, yeah. What an all-time uh, tiebreaker spot this is for Craig, right? Here. I, want, I want nothing to do with this, but I'm, I'm, I'm leading. <laughs> yeah, well, just awful. Just awful. All right, Sunday night game. A game that was flexed into Sunday night. They had their choice. Why they didn't make it Titans-Jaguars, which is the only technical win and in. This could be... They, I, well, I, I know... I know why they did it. They did it to give the Packers a potential layup is why they did it. That's the, the, the only reason this game is the night game. And I will say, here's what I will say. Mm-hmm. One, I want nothing to do with Josh Dobbs in primetime. Forget it. This Titans team sucks. Fair. Two, was a non-zero chance that the Steelers, Patriots, and Dolphins could all lose. And mm-hmm. that would not be a win and in game. There's a chance the Jaguars could have clinched before that game even kicks off. If this mm-hmm. was a Sunday, that was Sunday nighter. Yeah. And I think that's why they made the decision this way. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right. But, and plus, they get they get the added bonus of potentially giving the Packers a layup, right? Which is yes. ultimately what they want. I, I they want the Packers like to win this game. Yeah, I'm sure that that's who they want to win. Uh, I will mm-hmm. say this. If not for what mm-hmm. happened with, with Tamar Hamlin, I think this night game would have been Ravens and Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, now that you had it, you're right. To play for. They both would have been in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but all right, AFC North is on the line. There's all sorts of different things that could have happened there if yeah. if the Bills had beaten the Bengals. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't like this from the perspective of this. This might be the Lions might be cooked by the time kickoff happens. So yeah. Now here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about this game. Um, if there is true culture change, let's say, because, I mean, the scenario for the Lions is, we all know this, but I'm going to say it anyway, the scenario is if the Seahawks lose, if the Rams upset the Seahawks, which I think they will, uh, if the Rams upset the Seahawks, then this is a, a absolute win and end game. This is a loser-leaves-town match between the Packers and the Lions. If there is to be a, this is your culture change moment for Dan Campbell. This is it. You've got the most unlikable Green Bay Packers team that I think has ever existed in our lives. Aaron Rodgers, who's just a horrible person, who's haunted, like this, this team has haunted you for forever, for as long as these two team franchises have existed. You can go into their building and get a W as an underdog, and go to the playoffs, where you will most likely get smashed next week by the Niners, but who knows? But this is a this is a big opportunity for for culture change and for Dan Campbell. Now, I ultimately think this probably won't matter. I still like the Lions. I think I think one of the easiest bets, regardless of if the Lions have to uh, they have a chance to win or not, I think they'll relish in taking away. Dan Campbell's going to have all all his yep. I agree. Ducks I, I love the Lions. in a row for this one. Yeah, Lions are one of my five too, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dig myself deeper by making the Lions one of my five because I, I think even if the Lions are out, Dan Campbell is gonna have all of his guys in a row for this one to say, hey, we can still screw these guys over and knock them out, and they'll go through a brick wall for that man. They love that man. Um, so yeah, Lions are one of my f- gambling analysis wise, and by the way, the Lions are the better team. 
How about that? How about that? How about that for and, analysis? And the Lions the are the better team. And, and like obviously, game script kind of screwed the Vikings, uh, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of kind of weird touchdowns go against them to start the game, and then that kind of got them oh, out. Of the, that was brutal because I was on the Vikings last week. Oh, that was brutal. Um, the the Lions will be able to run the football in this game. They yeah. will be able to, and they'll be able to run it efficiently. Like because the thing about the Vikings is. Uh, they were playing, A, with several backup linemen. They were playing with a third-string center in that game, and that caused them some problems. Uh, the Vikings' offensive line and the Lions' offensive line are not comparable units. The no. Lions is significantly better. I think they're going to be able to create some large holes for Swift, for Williams, for Jackson, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe all three, they're going to be able to create some holes, and I think that's going to open up some play-action opportunities for Jared Goff. Uh, I think the Lions at least keep this game close. The Lions are one of my five. Yeah, I agree. Lions plus four now. Yeah, Mita Kimes has been showing clips all week on her Twitter account of like, hey, here's the Green Bay uh, defense not doing very well against the run. Oh, here's the Lions opening up some giant holes against a team that's much better against the run anyway, right? You know, so I've been I've been enjoying her posting that type of stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I still think this ends in and even you're getting the four and a half. I I still think this ends in a Mason Crosby walk off field goal after a dubious call. By the uh, by, the officials to get the Packers uh, a, a free first if down you're at an some NBC point, exec, though, as is tradition, right? If you're an NBC exec and you can mm-hmm. like control the result of one game this season, wouldn't it be yeah. the Rams beating the Seahawks? Right now, yeah, for sure. Yeah. In this, but like you know, like, if you, like yeah. you've been saving it all year. This is the game that yeah. I want to control the result of. You want the Rams yeah. to beat the Seahawks? If the Rams beat the Seahawks, this is the first playoff game of the season. Lions yep. Packers. This is, a right? this, is, this is technically a playoff game. All right. Uh, Billy, who you got in this one? It's going to be the Lions. I, All right. <laughs> I've been a believer for a while now, and plus I hate the yep. Packers, so added benefit. No, I think the Lions are a better team, and I think they'll be able to uh, – I, I don't think Green Bay is very good. I think they got some bounces against Minnesota, and they, they probably needed them. Um, I still am not a believer in Green Bay. I'm going to become a believer in the Lions, so give me the Lions. I'm getting some points there for free. Sharps are split on this one too. I got. I got to say, there's, there's, because the sharps have been riding the there's Packers the last. If you go to, yeah. if you go to DraftKings or Caesars, you can get the Lions plus five. Yeah, like the the sharps are split on this one because the sharps have been riding the Packers the last uh, during this uh, last few weeks, and it's served them well. Now, last week, two weeks ago, which we didn't get to discuss because we didn't have a podcast last week, I was on the uh, the. Uh, the Packers in that Packers Dolphins game on Christmas Day when the Dolphins absolutely had them dead in the water at halftime and then all of a sudden Tua mysteriously was throwing balls picks. in the dirt repeatedly it's balls in the dirt like repeatedly and picks it's a brain injury yeah and then we find out that he was concussed during the second half of that game which you know yet another I don't know what's going on in Miami there with that man but it, it's it's they got to figure some shit out. They, they got to take a, a hard look in the mirror with them on on that one. Uh, yeah, that that was frightening. So yeah, the, the, the Packers. That was very lucky that the Packers uh, not only won that game but covered because I, I think if they played a quarterback whose brain wasn't scrambled in the second half, you know, probably wouldn't have gone that way. So yeah, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers just hasn't looked as good for me. And last week it was basically the no fucking way game from the get go for the uh, 
for the Vikings uh, vis-a-vis the Packers. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm just digging myself. I'm just digging myself so deep in this one. When, when I, Like I said, I think the most likely outcome for this game is a Mason Crosby walk-off field goal after a uh, dubious call keeps uh, the Packers' drive alive. As is tradition. As is tradition when, when these two teams play. Um, yeah, so that is it for Week 18. All that's left is to do our picks. One caveat for this week. Um, as you know, we follow, you know, the Vegas super contest rules where, you know, you pick five games against the spread and whatnot. Last week, Bill and I, uh, were unfortunately had a, uh, incomplete because we both had Buffalo on the pick when that game happened. And, uh, I was, I'm curious as to how that would have gone because it looked like that the, uh, the Bengals were going to go up 14, three, uh, but there was still going to be three and a half quarters of football to play. So, uh, so who knows how that would have went. But uh, so in order to keep the number straight, because we only had four official games in the books, because because that was the Monday nighter, Bill and I didn't even have like, okay, we'll just pick the Monday nighter and, and make it work. We didn't have we didn't have anything like that. Uh, Bill and I are going to pick six this week, and Craig's only going to pick five, just so at the end of the season all the numbers line up, all the, the, the career numbers uh, line up for us this week because uh, we're all making adjustments after that uh, after what happened on on Monday night. So, uh, uh, so Bill, why don't you be the first person to ever give me your six, please? <laughs> I will do that. Yeah, we'll take the Raiders. I will take the Vikings. Take the Bills. Take the Seahawks. I will take the Giants and the Lions. Okay, Giants plus 14, and Detroit getting four and a half. Uh, Craig Needles, uh, who you got? This sounds familiar. Here are my my first four. You tell me if it sounds familiar. Raiders, Mm -hmm. Vikings, Bills, Lions. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and my fifth one, I, I went back and forth, but if you're going to offer me Denver plus three and a half, I'm going to take yep. Denver plus three and a half. Yeah. I'll give you the plus three and a half. Billy D, do you want to get that Denver plus three and a half in, in one of your five since, uh, I'm giving it away there? No, I believe Denver is bad. All right. Um, give me Tennessee plus the six and a half. Uh, give me Cleveland. Give me the Rams. I'm taking that Denver plus three and a half. Let's make it a clean sweep on the Detroit Lions. Just when I think I, I hit rock bottom, I can I can somehow find myself a shovel. And this is subject to change for me uh, Sunday morning. But as of right now, I have the Arizona Cardinals plus the 14 as my six. Because I want one of those uh, plus 14 teams. Right now, I've got Arizona. But I, I can see myself swapping that out. But for, for now... Uh, Titans, Browns, Rams, Broncos, Lions, Cardinals for Matt Pierce. Uh, that is it for this week. Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Uh, we're also on any podcatcher that you might happen to find. Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. We're on all of those. Uh, as always, please leave us a review on any of those. Five stars only. Actually, I don't care. Just leave us a review. Hopefully five stars. But, um... 
Yeah, leave us a review on any of those. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Uh, that is it for this week. We'll be back next week once we know what all these playoff matchups are and what we'll discuss all of the, the, the super wildcard weekend, as it is now called, with the six games that they play. Uh, so we'll break down what happened this week and uh, talk about uh, some great playoff matchups that I'm sure are uh, going to be really, really good. As for the other side of the podcast, not a lot going on for a little bit. I might go see – I kind of want to go see that Megan movie. Have you guys seen this with the, the killer robot uh, yeah. girl? That looks like fun. That looks like fun. Like campy fun, you know? I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll be all right. That looks like fun. I don't give a crap about that Avatar movie, which is weirdly made like – I'm, I'm weirded out that that movie's apparently inching towards two billion, yet nobody is talking about it whatsoever. Is that weird to anybody else? I don't else? know if I know a single person who's seen it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, and obviously that's not engaged. I, I, yeah, I don't know a single person who's seen it. Not a, the, the, the thing, not a meme, not a joke, not a a a a discussion, not a discourse, nothing. Two billion ever. On yeah, on not, not nothing on social media, and like for, like like just a few months ago, the the, the freaking Top Gun sequel, you know, was doing these kind of numbers. But everybody was talking about how great it was. They couldn't believe Val Kilmer showed up. There were memes. There was everything. It was it was you know Tom Cruise is back in terms of do you know doing something not a but like it's. It's weird, is it not? That's weird, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not the only one who thinks that's weird. That nobody's talking about this Avatar movie yet. Apparently, is making two. I, I think James Cameron honestly like bought 101.5 of that million of that billion. I truly do. I truly think he bought 1.5 of that billion, and the 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 other half a billion is from the, the rest of us common folk. Because it's just, it makes no sense. Nobody has seen this movie apparently, and it's up to two billion. God, it's so weird. That is uh, anyway, that's a story for another time. Anyway, that, that's it for the uh, the podcast. Take care, everybody. Uh, good luck out there with all your bets, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast.